0: Need help in organizing that closet or organizing your office? How about your kitchen? You'll get some great tips from our next specialist as she is an organizing specialist. Building
1: spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.
0: All right, Giant Builders, here we are. This is Krista Jones, and I've been really excited to talk to her. She is an organizing specialist. And who in our lives doesn't need more organizing, right? (laughs) Hi, Krista. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Lois. Nice to be here. So tell me, what is the area that people are most cluttery?
1: Hmm, that is... um... You know what, actually, it would probably be their schedules, but that's maybe okay. took us a different direction. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to talk area of the home, I think that most people struggle with like their garage or a basement or storage room.
0: Oh, yeah. Kind of where things go to die. Yeah. <laughs> but you still find them. I <laughs> know. Yeah. Yeah, some people should just move every three years just so that they'll clean their house.
1: <laughs> yeah, my mom always said that we moved a lot um, yeah. when I was a kid, and she said, Yeah, that's it, helps me get rid of things. So <laughs> it could work.
0: What does a first meeting look like with you? So we usually meet virtually over
1: Zoom uh, and I get them, to, my clients show me through their whole home over their mobile phone. And I found that that works really well because um, it can be really intimidating to let someone who's a complete stranger into your house to show them behind closed doors and cabinets. And so, yeah, doing it virtually actually puts some distance there and makes them feel a little more comfortable, a little less nervous, but they're still they're still nervous. Um, and then once I've done the assessment and I can decide what they're going to need for our services and um, our team, then I can suggest that to them and they decide how they want to proceed from there.
0: The organizing, is it more of finding a place for everything or is it really a lot of, hey, throw this stuff away? Yeah. I always say
1: to people like 10% of the job is actually organizing. So I like to call myself a professional organizer and declutter coach because the declutter coaching part is the majority of the process. Um, and it's the hardest part. So it definitely is all starting with pulling everything out, sorting it all into the category. So you can see how much you have in each individual category and then really assessing like, why do I own this much? <laughs> this thing. <laughs> Um, And we can really help ask them those questions and give them space and, and time to verbalize it and process it in a non-judgmental environment so that they can decide if they want to keep it or let it go. And a lot of the time they're going to let it go because it's just not worth keeping all of that stuff that they don't even really use. They didn't even know they had. um, And it's just taking up space, not only in their home, but on their, in their mind and in their, in their heart. Like we find a lot of mental and emotional freedom when they let go of the physical items and free up that environmental space it's really amazing
0: all right so here's uh, okay i always said i'm going to be the true me so here's my situation i clutter my desk but in my husband's view okay mm. but i know what's in each stack mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. but Like, if you take me into my kitchen, I cannot stand to have anything on my counters. My husband had to argue with me to get just a spice rack because I don't like anything on my counters in my kitchen. So am I a complete weirdo or what? No,
1: it's not weird (laughs) at all. Um, It's so great that we can have different tolerances in different spaces for different levels of clutter um because what that is doing is like in our brain is telling us okay this space in the kitchen is meant for prep and it's a very visible space in my home if someone was to come over and walk in here most of them are open concept or I was going to invite someone in for tea they would see this space now the office I'm working I have things I need to do that desk is meant to be cluttered with the paperwork and the piles of organized chaos right that you put there (laughs) And so not necessarily everybody's going to be walking through that space. You can close the door, you know, it's a little bit more private. And so that's totally normal for us to want to present the visible areas of our home and the and the functioning areas of our home for, you know, more space. But then, yeah, in the workspaces, like my desk has papers on
0: it, and notebooks and things, and I close the door and walk. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now, on the other hand, my husband is like, ultimately organize everything okay but he organizes so often that he forgets where he puts it (laughs) now what do i do about that situation
1: so oh, that's pretty often with uh, common with people who are a little bit OCD, and also yeah. they find organizing fun, and it can sometimes be their way of procrastinating from doing things really? they don't actually want to do. Because yeah. they actually enjoy the organizing process, it's a way of coping. It's also a way that they can find some peace and control over their. Life because not everything in our life is controllable, but moving this pen from one part of the drawer to another part of the drawer is totally in my control. Um, and so that's where, if you're moving things around and constantly reorganizing as a kind of therapy, that's normal too. It's just, yeah, sometimes you're used to that pen being on this in this (laughs) drawer, and now all of a sudden it's over here. So it may have felt good to organize, reorganize, but it can actually be a little bit detrimental if you're like really messing with your brain.
0: (laughs) Oh, you just described my husband. (laughs) Okay. What's the first step in becoming more organized? So the first step
1: in becoming more organized is always awareness. I always tell my clients that the hardest part about starting this whole process is actually reaching out to a friend or professional organizer for help because it's admitting, I have a problem, right? (laughs) And that's always the hardest part in the in the change and growth process of life. So my biggest recommendation to start this whole process is ask someone for help, whether it's a professional or just a friend or a family member, or, you know, someone that you have met recently. And you're like, I don't really care if they see my house, like, you know, <laughs> whatever, just ask somebody because doing it all alone by yourself is just so overwhelming. And, It is a lot easier when you schedule that set time with a specific person and you've committed to that, you have accountability and you can have that person keep you on track and focused. And it's more fun to like chat and verbally process about things rather than be like, it's all in my head. I'm so confused. What do I do?
0: Is there a better season to do this, whether it's season in the outside or season in your life? Isn't yeah,
1: in seasons of the of the planet,
0: I would say it depends
1: where you live, because where we live here in Alberta, Canada, it gets really cold in the winter. Um, and so we're inside working on the kitchens and the bathrooms and maybe the basement. But in the summer, when it's nice and we can pull everything out of the garage and lay it out on the driveway and sort outside, then we do those garages in the summer. Now, if you live in Florida or somewhere really hot in the summer, you're going to want to do the garages when it's cooler. So just, yeah, season. Usually in Alberta, Canada, we're doing a lot of garages and a lot of storage rooms or sheds um, in the summer. And then, in regards to season of life, it's all about transition, right? We're constantly transitioning, whether it is you know, getting out of high school and moving to a college dorm, or you're graduating college and you're moving into the real world and having to start a career, or you're getting married, or next you're having a baby, or maybe you're now empty nesters and your kids are moving out, or now you're seeing downsizing into a smaller condo after you've lived in that home for 40 years. So mm-hmm. those seasons of life and transitions are all reasons why people call us for help, because the transition itself is so overwhelming. And then having to deal with all the stuff that's involved with it is even more overwhelming.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, we we moved from a house of 30 years to a smaller place, and it was a lot of so work. hard, so yeah. so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you get in the mood of like throwing things away, mm-hmm. it does become really easy.
1: Yeah, it starts to feel pretty good. We call it our yeah. deep butter muscle. Yeah. (laughs) So you kind of like work it out. First, you start with the three pound weights and you got to do a few reps before you're like, I can do five pounds. And then eventually you're up to the 25 or 50 pounds. And that's like the sentimental stuff, right? The stuff Mm. that has a lot of emotional and memories attached to it. So you got to start small with the small declutter muscles, things like pins and crayons and.
0: Paper, paper clip. clips. <laughs> it's amazing how many boxes of paper clips my husband bought, but they were on sale. <laughs> wow. And they're going to be used eventually. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> if I live to be a hundred. <laughs> okay, good or bad to buy more things to organize you, or is that just building mm-hmm. up more clutter?
1: That's a really great point because often our clients are worried, like, "Oh, am I going to have to spend a lot of money on organizing bins and products?" And I'm like, not necessarily, because most of the time our clients already own a ton of those things Mm -hmm. and usually they're not even being used like they're in their storage room or their garage is kind of collecting dust and so what we do again is focus on the decluttering and once you get rid of things then you can be like oh I do have enough baskets to organize the remaining stuff so yeah our key is never go out and buy new products until you've decluttered and gotten rid of the things so that you know what you're going to keep and then just buy what you need from there to organize it.
0: Talked about the moving of the stuff, but what about the heartfelt things? Yeah. And that's really important because a lot
1: of times when people reach out to us, it's because of a way that they feel right. They're feeling like stressed out, overwhelmed, anxious. And then they're also noticing mentally, they can't focus. They're distracted. They're just feeling like scattered. And that's really important because there are some people who can have a completely chaotic environment but they don't feel anxious or overwhelmed or stressed out. They're actually like, oh yeah, whatever. They're just phlegmatic personality and can just deal with it and it's fine. Or they know exactly where everything is, even though it looks like a mess to everyone else. So they're not feeling overwhelmed and, and stressed out about it. But if our clients are feeling overwhelmed and anxious because of the external environment, that's something to really focus on and recognize that this is a big reason why we need to work on the environment
0: but, but I might get back into that size four pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so good
1: intentions, And we all know
0: what road that's paved to.
1: Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting how we have a lot of crafters like crafters, oh, yeah. and people that hire us because those personalities tend to be a little bit more phlegmatic, maybe ADD, maybe, you know, it's kind of, it's a broad stereotype, but, they just, they kind of jump from one craft to the next or one project to the next, and they just enjoy the process. And they're not even really necessarily worried about finishing the thing, Mm -hmm. let alone cleaning up while they're doing it or afterwards. So the space can become really crazy. And that's where it's just really good to have your set boundaries, your set space, the set home for things and to know, okay, I'm gonna have 10 projects on the go at once. And when those are finished, then I have room for more, right? And so giving yourself that structure is really beneficial for a person's mental and emotional health too.
0: Holidays coming up, what should I do there to be more organized?
1: Yeah, holidays can be really stressful, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or just like your kid's birthday party. Um, Just the thought of even having people in your home can stress you out and then let alone having to like host, cook and, you know, even have people staying overnight. That's just a whole nother ballgame. Right. So as professional organizers, we love to help. Before the holidays, we often get called to come and help with kitchen and pantry declutter and organization, as well as like guest bedroom and bathroom declutter and organization and styling so that they can get their homes ready for their guests. Um, And that is like a lot of fun. We love doing kitchens and pantries. They're the heart of the home. They can make or break like a family because of all of like the meal planning and grocery shopping and meal prep and cleanup time, like spend a lot of time in there. So we love doing that and helping with, you know, the stress that could come from hosting a large gathering like that. And we also find like a lot of times we're having discussions with our clients about their schedule and like, oh, so how many holiday parties are you going to? How many parties are you hosting here? Like, that's a lot, <laughs> right? Like A oh, lot. <laughs> It's concerts and like just extra little things going on with the community or church groups. It can get really overwhelming with their schedule. And we've had quite a few clients let us know that because they decluttered and purge and simplify the things in their home, they also started doing that with their schedule and even like their commitments and just starting to say no and simplify what they're putting on their calendar. That's really a freeing thing as well because there's so much schedule overwhelm for people now that COVID is kind of, you know, a bit more the restrictions are relaxed and we're doing a bit more fun things and social things. So it's starting to kick back into full gear again.
0: That's it a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about and you know what the funny thing is, it seems like for us is like all the things always happen in one weekend. You know, it's like I get three free weekends and like everything's up yeah. on one weekend. I don't know why that always happens. Maybe, maybe I'm just the only one, but Yeah, no, that's
1: definitely, you're not the only one. (laughs) I would say things kind of happen in threes. Like if it's something bad happens, I'm like, okay, when's the next two?
0: (laughs) That's true. Now I will say we have a new rule in my house that we can't buy anything unless we have a place for it to go before we bring it home. Mm -hmm. So that's really saved me a lot because my husband, he likes to buy things you know like oh this tray will look so this tray will look so pretty in our house and I'll say like well where is it going to go because you can't buy it if you don't already have a place for it to sit that's Mm -hmm. really helped us as far as like not creating new clutter in our new house so Mm -hmm. I think that was really helpful for us that's so great any closing thoughts
1: yeah, I think what you said is like, just like being aware before you even purchase something is, is the first step to reducing clutter in your home. Because if you don't bring it in your house, it can't become clutter. And so I would really encourage people to, especially, you know, as, you know, Christmas is approaching right now as we're recording, right? It's really important to pay attention to the advertising and the, the marketing that's hitting you from all sides and think, okay, will I actually use this? do I actually need and even want this or is this just the marketing ploy to like make me feel like I have to have it and if I want to buy it for somebody else are they actually going to use it because if you're going (laughs) to get someone and they're not even going to use it like you're wasting money and then they're like oh no I feel bad I can't get rid of this because I got it from my mom you know so I just really love the whole mindset shift of evaluating and and assessing before you even purchase anything, where are you going to put it? Are you ever going to use it? Do you really need it? And it's actually pretty amazing how little we need to live and be happy. And sometimes having less actually makes us happier. So (laughs) stuff requires maintenance stuff requires a lot of work uh, maintenance cleaning and and sometimes even money right the more things that you have the more time and energy and money it can take to maintain it so you can actually reduce a lot of your stress by not even owning a lot
0: (laughs) how do people get in contact with you
1: oh that would be awesome Um, if people want to follow us on instagram we are at rose city organizing we're also rose city professional organizing on facebook and we have a free a private community that you can join Uh, it's called the uncluttered confident woman and you can find that on facebook i also have a website it's rosecityprofessionalorganizing.com and all of our information is on there you can contact me through the website and if you're not located in alberta canada that's totally fine we do virtual organizing and coaching um, as well so even anywhere in the world we are here to help
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we'll put all those links below. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate the input. Thank you. I hope everybody really benefits from it. I'm sure they will. All right, Giant Builders, thank you and have a wonderful day. Thank
1: you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.